Welcome to Pass the Bullshit with Crystal Tosh and Amy Hartman, two badass business rebels serving up one steaming pile of bullshit a week so you don't fall face first into it. So I have something big to tell you that you probably don't realize. Um, or maybe, you not. Do. <laughs> maybe you do. This is episode 20. <gasps> 20 weeks. Yeah. We're, we're so recording. awesome. We're recording what? episode 20 on Thanksgiving week and it's our Thanksgiving episode. That's pretty cool. Well, I'm pretty thankful about all of this because my ADHD brain has never done anything this consistent. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say that the reason that you might not realize is we don't actually number our episodes. Like some podcasts are like episode one, episode, like we don't actually number them. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. What episode we're ever on. I'm just like, okay, we're recording. Okay. And today I'm in my robe because we're recording in the morning. So everybody, if I sound like Macy Gray and like I've smoked a pack of cigarettes, it's because it's like eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. We don't usually record this early. No. No, we don't. It's like two we're, in the afternoon. <laughs> we're not the, yeah, we're not these people. But this week we have to record in the morning because it is Thanksgiving week, like I already said, and we have plans this week. And that's the beauty of making a podcast is you can record it whenever the fuck you want. Right. Which is apparently eight o'clock on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> that's when we want. <laughs> that's when Amy told me to get my booty up and record this podcast because she's got shiz to do. That's right. <laughs> I got stuff to do this week because, you know, Thanksgiving. But I am so, so grateful for this podcast and for you and for no. just us like having this moment where we had the spark of an idea and then just did it. We, we just like, did it. We didn't overthink it. What I think so cool and what I'm grateful for with this podcast is all the people that keep showing up in my DMs, thanking me for this podcast, thanking us for this podcast and saying, you know, I feel seen, I feel validated, I feel less alone. I feel like someone's finally saying the things that I've had in my head that, you know, they were too scared to say out loud. And so I'm grateful that there's a community being built around this no BS, kind of like we're smarter than the average bear stuff. I mean, and the cool thing about this podcast, I think, is we started it very business focused and I can see that it's moving into life and so many other things than just business, but specifically a lot of stuff to really elevate women because you and I have got so many things to say about women in life and business and all the guilt and shame and just BS and it's hard. It so is. I hope that, you know, I hope this continues to grow. I know it will. And just really build women up. Like you're not alone. You're not crazy. <laughs> for sure. I am so grateful for all those things too. And the people, the people, I mean, really the listeners, the people who've come to us, just being able to connect with this whole new community across the globe, which is exciting. And know. then, like you said, the other part of like that gratitude is that we, we, it's our show. We can shift it however we want to, and we can talk about what we want to talk about. And that's, what's so cool about where we started. We did start sort of out of almost sheer frustration for the coaching industry and where we were seeing things go, but that's not the only BS in the world, especially when it applies to women. And <laughs> I just think no. it is so great to be able to talk to other women and how many women come to us and like DM us and tell us their stories this week, I know. A story from someone and like, I'm just so, so grateful that 
our audience trusts us with their stories, with their lives, to know that if you share, we're not just going to go take your story and like throw it all over the place. Like you respect you and we appreciate your stories and we appreciate that where it resonated, you're willing to come and talk to us and say, this really resonated with me and here's my story. And it's, you're able to tell it to us because we're not going to take and disrespect that and not honor you as a human being and not, and we're not going to go share that out there into the world. And I think that that's such a beautiful thing that's happening is this resonated with me. Here's my story, or here's something that I think you should talk about. Right. So yes, we get both. Yeah. Which is so nice. And we also don't go off and share those stories like they're our own. I know there's a lot of like people will straight up take things out of your mouth and share it like it's your own, their own thing. I don't know what type of weird thing that is, but I've seen it happen more than once. I've also seen people just straight up copy people's Facebook posts and then go post them on their thing. And it's like, what is going on? I mean, we're all a product of each other's stories in the sense of like inspiration or even you know, you hear something, you read it in a book and then you hear somebody else say it in a different way. And then you put your own spin on it. Yeah. Okay. It's all kind of the same ideas, but you can't just copy people's words, word for word, or literally take them out of someone else's mouth. That's not okay. Please don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. That's like total BS. And I know that that's not kind of where we're going today with this podcast, but I think we should address that just for a second. Cause you've had that happen with like a post (laughs) about your husband, like someone copied and pasted the post that you wrote about your own husband and they used your exact (laughs) words and changed the name. Like, (laughs) like that's like really not okay. And then didn't you say that you like called him out and they replied and were like, well, that sounds so much like my husband. Yeah. So I actually was so shocked that I didn't say anything, but after it was done, I didn't interact with the post. And then I got a DM that was like, I just feel like everything you write about your husband is just like my story. And I wanted to say, okay, but write your own story or write your own post about it. Or at least, I mean, if it's that good, share the post from me and say, oh my gosh, this is just like us or whatever. Like give credit to the original poster or writer because it was really weird to start reading a post and I was like that sounds like me and then I kept reading and I was like that's my post on someone else's wall yeah and where all the the only change is the name of the husband like that's weird that's weird it's not authentic it's not going to create any kind of connection at all and we want you guys to connect with people So if you do take inspiration from something we've written or something anyone else in the world has written, inspired by. Inspired by, yeah. Well, you know, I was hoping it wouldn't get a lot of traction, to be honest, but that post really went over well for this person. And so it was a little like stab in the back because those were my words and people were commenting about how beautiful the post was and oh my god this is the best story or this is just so touching and oh I'm so happy for you and I'm like but it's not theirs it's right it's so that's so like you said it's a little bit backstabbing and don't we do that as women like are we already dealing with enough backstabbing in the world or enough of this like the pressure to be you know? Yes. Like, Oh, absolutely. I think that women are drowning in pressure, especially around the holidays. 
to be the perfect mom, to be the perfect wife, to be the perfect partner, to be the perfect daughter, you know, and show up to all these events and bring your deviled eggs or whatever it is you're supposed to bring and wear your Sunday best or whatever it is for the family pictures and have the kids all looking great in their hair and their, you know, bows in their hair and their little shirts on. And it's just exhausting. It's supposed to be a day of relaxation and fun and connection and, you know, I'm just going to be real honest. I'm showing up to Thanksgiving in a rule King sweatshirt. So I'm not overdoing this. Like I'm a country girl in Kentucky and I found some really awesome hoodies and that's what I'm wearing to Thanksgiving because that's, what's comfy. And let's be honest, you need room to be able to eat all that food. So that's what I'm going with. (laughs) I know. And I I feel like this is the real truth about this is that as women, we get our value from fulfilling these societal pressures. Yep. So if we're supposed to show up as the best mom and have the kids all dressed up and have the best food and bring the best thing and all this stuff, it's almost like you have to wear yourself out on the holiday. So everyone else is going to be having a wonderful holiday and you are like exhausted putting it together. And at the end of the day, when you're exhausted and tired and you're just like, oh my gosh, that was, you know, whatever we don't look back and say that was the best holiday ever because I got to relax and spend time or whatever. We'll say, Oh, that was so great. Everybody had such a great time. I'm so glad I was able to serve them. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, it is wonderful to be that person and to serve your family and to give back to your family. And it is also okay. If you just want to relax. Yes, it's totally okay. Like you spend every other day waking up and dealing with societal pressures of being a mother and a and a working mom or a non-working mom or whatever it is. And then the holidays just exacerbate it. You know, when I was a kid, I loved the holidays. I was just like, oh, it's so magical. My mom would cook and my aunts would come over and we would go here and there. And it just felt so fun. And mm-hmm. then I became an adult. And as soon as Halloween's over, I'm like, oh. I don't even like it. I don't like all the pressure of like, buy this, do that, plan for this. And then I have kids whose birthdays are in December, which makes it even worse because it's just like from Halloween till Christmas, it just feels like all this pressure and expectation and money spent. And it's just overwhelming and exhausting. And, you know, last year for Thanksgiving, I bought everything like from a chef, like catering company, like she had all this, these specials, you know, whatever it's a catering, catering company. So I, I bought everything from the green bean casserole to the smoked Turkey. I don't even know what Turkey it was, but it was the best Turkey I've ever put in my mouth. And the funny thing is I had my dad come over and he thought I cooked it all. (laughs) I was like, no, he's like, this is the best Turkey. Oh my gosh. I go. Yeah. But it is because a professional chef made it all. Like all I did was put it in the oven and warm it up. And I swear to you, that was my favorite Thanksgiving that I've ever been in charge of because I didn't have to slave over it all and cook all morning and then clean it all up before everybody got over, you know, to, to the table. Because if you are the soul that's cooking the food, you also have to clean it all up and make this beautiful spread for everybody to sit at. And it's, it's really tiring and it's, it, it just, I don't know. The food never tastes as good if you cook it. So I had a wonderful Thanksgiving last year by just buying it all from a catering company and serving it. And the best part was no one realized that I didn't make it. And they were all so thrilled and thought it was so great. (laughs) And I mean, I feel like this is the true BS of Thanksgiving 
And I don't want to say that Thanksgiving isn't great because Thanksgiving is actually my favorite holiday. Yes. It's my favorite holiday because I give myself permission to be with my family. So if you're the person who like runs around and is struggling and is like, oh my gosh, I have to get it right. And what if the turkey's not cooked the best way? Or what if I can't afford turkey this year and I have to buy chicken or whatever it is? Like give yourself all the grace in the world and just freaking be okay with whatever comes up. Because the important part is the time that you spend with your friends, with your family, with yourself, with whatever your plan is for the day. It's all about the gratitude of being present in that moment, right? Yes. It's not about the pictures you post of everybody with their coordinated outfits on Facebook. Yeah. Nobody and I, cares. Just- I, I, I am feeling a little pressure here to be real because, <laughs> because, and, and so here we are like, don't feel pressure. Right. But here we are. I have to be very, very real and very transparent. The, the struggle is not real in this area for me. I like, Mm. I don't have to struggle with this because I don't do the cooking. The times when I am expected to do the cooking, I'm going to reveal something. If my family (laughs) is listening, they're all going to be shocked, probably get 14 (laughs) phone calls right about now. When Thanksgiving was hosted at like other people in my family's house, like my mom, my aunt, my whatever, my grandmother, if it was hosted at their house and everybody brings something, I was always responsible for bringing the mashed potatoes because I brought the best mashed potatoes and I would make loaded mashed potatoes and everybody loved them. And whenever they made the list in the whole family, they were like, Amy's got the mashed potatoes she brings the best one y'all this is so bad but every year in the refrigerated section of your grocery store they have these tubs of mashed potatoes yeah i would buy five of those tubs dump them in a bowl and mix in um shredded cheese and like the bacon that you get yeah yeah, yeah. With or whatever and maybe like some chives or whatever make some loaded like some sour cream whatever mix it up heat it up take it <laughs> And everybody loved it. Look, nobody knew that you didn't slave over peeling those potatoes. Did not. I did not. Everybody loved it. It was like the thing that I did. And I would laugh every year when I would get the call, like, you're on mashed potatoes again. I'm like, yes, yes, I got this. No problem. (laughs) But the struggle isn't real because I don't really cook. Like in my home, my husband does all the cooking. He's an amazing chef. He cooks so well and enjoys cooking. However, Thanksgiving is a time when I see and Christmas when I see him spending all his time in the kitchen. He does all this work to get it ready. He, you know, he's the cook and I'm a very bad cook. So nobody wants to cook anything. I mean, this is why I didn't even, I didn't even boil my own damn potatoes. Okay. Like, like we're not talking about the most difficult meal in the world, but I still didn't do it because I'm bad at it. He's yeah. Great at it, but I see him struggling and not struggling. He's great at it, but it's I see all him- the pressure. Yeah. All the pressure like, of putting it together. And it's a lot of work and wake up and get it all done and put the Turkey in and the thing and the what, like I see him doing it. And then we all finally sit down and 10 minutes later, we're all done. And here he's yeah. spent like four hours. So this year I did the same thing I ordered and I, I went to him and I was like, look, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. Your food is amazing. Yeah. But what if, what if this year we had it catered? What if this year I ordered it from a local place and we picked it up on Thanksgiving day and you didn't have to do anything. And I kind of thought he might be like, Oh, you don't like it. Like maybe he was going to be offended. Right. I've never seen someone so grateful in my whole life. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He's like, they do. Yes. Yes. Sign me up. Where do we do this? Do we need to pay extra? Yes. Whatever we got to do. Yeah. And you know, some people love this. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who I believe secretly don't, they, they don't love it. It feels like, well, this is expected of me. 
especially women. Cause yeah. when I was younger, I felt like, okay, this is, you know, now my role, I have my own children. My mom isn't near me. So this is what I do for them. And again, they would all be like watching TV and hanging out and gaming. And I'm in the kitchen by myself doing all the dishes, you know, like creating all these different dishes. And then I put them on the table and we all sit down. The kids are done in two minutes. You know, your spouse or whatever might take 15. And then everybody's like, it was so good. And then they go back to what they were doing. And it's like, and now I have to clean it all up and put it in the fridge. And I don't know. And if it's cooking is your thing and that's how you find joy, good for you. But if you're a mom or a woman or a spouse or a husband for that matter, and cooking is like something you do every other day of the week, just get it catered and go sit on the couch with your family and go play football outside or go walk the dogs or, you know, do something, go on an adventure. I just feel like, you know, tradition for the sake of tradition, is it really the tradition you want? What if you start your own tradition that says we cater the big you know, meals of the year and actually enjoy each other. That's okay. Or maybe you go to family like this year, I'm going to family and this family member cooking is her favorite thing on the planet. The woman has the biggest kitchen I've ever seen. She has two refrigerators and two stoves. That's how much she loves cooking. So, you know, that's her thing. That's how she loves to show up and serve for other people. So I'm going to go enjoy it with my rule King sweatshirt on so I can eat as much as I want. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And I do want to address because, you know, I'm in the back of my head, I'm hearing the listener comments because they come better and different. And the comment that I'm hearing coming to me right now is, but it's so expensive. Like catering sounds like it's such an expensive thing. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not. And Mm -hmm. if you actually price out the price of like shopping this year, especially this year for, Mm -hmm. for the holidays, when it comes to things like the turkey and all the different ingredients that you're going to need, plus the the time, the energy, the effort, you're probably yeah. going to spend less by catering a it. local restaurant having I did catered. Yep. Because there's a lot of things, I don't know, you know, especially if, you know, I'm from the South. So there's a lot of kind of Southern recipes that you make on these holidays, but you usually don't eat very much throughout the year. So they have ingredients that you don't always buy and you're probably not going to use all of it. So then I would have to go out and buy all these kind of specific ingredients to make these specific dishes that I'm never going to make. I might make them again at Christmas, but that's it. And so it increases that grocery bill. It's almost like you have your normal grocery, you know, weekly grocery shopping bill because you've got to eat other than this day. And then you have your Thanksgiving or Christmas holiday shopping bill. And it's like a two weeks worth of groceries basically for all for this one meal. And yes, there's leftovers and things like that. But if your family's like mine, they will only eat leftovers for like a day, maybe two. And then whatever's left is getting thrown away. So what I found same thing is it was cheaper for me to buy all these specific things, even the dessert from the local, you know, restaurant catering company. And then the left, there wasn't that many leftovers because it wasn't too much food. Like there was enough for the next day and then it was over. So you're not throwing your, you know, you're not throwing food waste away or wasting food or however you want to look at it. So yeah, I totally think you can do it. And you could also supplement, like, let's say you get your turkey and a couple of things from this and you make like the one or two family dishes that, you know, your, your family's crazy about because it's specific to your family. Well, that takes a lot of pressure off making one or two things versus a whole spread. 
Correct. I agree. I think, and also if you don't have enough oven space, like we never have enough oven space for all the things. And then, you know, that's the big thing that he, that my husband talks about all the time is there's not enough space and it's got, I have to do this. And he's like planning when things go in. And right. When, that is so much pressure. And I just watch it happen, of course. And so again, <laughs> I just have to be real here. This, this is not an area where I have struggled. There's plenty of areas that I struggle, you know, in life. I, this is just not my plight, but I do feel the pressure of like making sure that everything is good and everything is the way that it is. But we've really decided that certain traditions are more important. Like we love mm -hmm. to play games together on the holidays. And so really making the space and time for the family to get together and play games. Like we love board games. We love card games. We will sit around the table for hours and play games. And that is one of my all-time favorite traditions. And I would mm -hmm. rather all of us be able to enjoy spending time together, playing games, laughing and whatever, than having to slave over whatever pressure that society has put on us to have right. a meal. And maybe right. the perfect meal this year, again, doesn't look like the whole big spread and that's okay. Right. It's yeah. Cause I, fine. at the end of the day, it's just about spending time with people. And I mean, I'm all about paper plates and paper cups and whatever. I mean, yes. that's not environmentally friendly. I get that. So if you have an opinion about that, I'm sorry to offend you, but I don't want to do everybody and their mom's dishes. Like it's no, one day. Yes. it's one day. Just give me the paper plate or the whatever, the big one though. I need the big one. Those, the those oval like ones, the, the thick one thick that won't one. break. Yes. yes. And then give me like a cup and I will go and eat and then we can just throw it away and move on so that no one's slaving over because you're already, if you've cooked Thanksgiving, have to clean all those pots and pans and all the prep work. So who wants to clean up after everybody who just ate their wonderful meal? Yeah. So, you know, one no. of the things we have done for years, and this goes back to like, I think my grandmother probably started this tradition. I don't know. Anyway, is that we always have like the, the red solo cups. Like we, yeah. we can like, you go to Costco or, or I don't know, whatever you have BJ's or Sam's or whatever Sam's, the heck you have yeah, yeah. those things, you know, those big yeah. boxes. and you buy like the giant thing, but mm -hmm. on the holiday, you only take out enough for one for each person. So they last forever. Right. Yeah. And the first thing that people do when they arrive is they grab their cup and they write their name on it. And it's got, like, we put the markers out and it's yeah. got where people like decorate their cups. And like, this has become a new yeah. tradition in my family too, where everybody's got yeah. like a cup decorated with their name on it. And you have to keep using the same cup all day long. <laughs> At the end of the day, right. you get to throw it away. But that way, every we're that way we're not having to do the dishes, but we're also not using like excessive amounts of things, you know? Right. Yeah. I just, you know, I think it's just so much pressure. And I do think that, you know, people have changed a lot. A lot of people aren't traveling for the holidays too, and like really getting together with their huge extended family. And so kind of just taking the pressure off it, like if you're at home with your immediate family. Do you need to make a seven course meal to feel like you're doing Thanksgiving the right way? Just go, go to dinner if you want, or have it catered or, you know, different. make, or just make whatever your favorite meal is and, you know, yeah. give thanks and, and be happy to spend time with each other and just enjoy the little things. Like it does not matter, you know, if everybody matches in their, in their Sunday best in front of the fireplace picture, nobody cares. Yeah. I don't even look at people's. First of all, I hate social media on the holidays. 
because everybody's posting the same thing, just a different version. So like, oh, we're all with their family and oh, we're all, you know, here's all my kids. And I'm just like, scroll, 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 because it's all the same. Everybody's with their family. We get it. So you don't even have to do it. Like you can just take the pressure off. Nobody's looking at those pictures anyway. There was one year a long time ago. My gosh, it's been like 18 years ago, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) we decided to actually travel. My husband and I traveled and oh my goodness, this is, this is like way don't like let society pressure you because (laughs) we left the kids behind and the two of us. Good for y'all. The two of us went to Europe for the Thanksgiving holiday. And That's like awesome. for the, the week, because, you know, mm-hmm. back in the time of corporate America, you get extra days off, right? You're off on yeah. Thursday, you're, you're off on Thursday and Friday. And then of course, Saturday, Sunday. So you only have to take like three days off if you want to yeah, take yeah. the whole week. And right. so then you can go from like Saturday to Saturday and you get like this whole big long. Right. Week. So we did that one year. It's been a long time and the kids were little. So I mean, if you really need permission to not let society pressure you, here's your permission. Cause I totally did this, left Mm -hmm. my kids with my mom and dad on Thanksgiving week. And we went there and we were happened to be in, we happened to be in Paris on Thanksgiving day, but of course in in Paris, this is not Thanksgiving. Yeah. Nobody cares in America. So nobody cares, but we had been out like sightseeing and doing whatever that day. And I was like, Oh my gosh, it's like Thanksgiving. And we have like, I feel like we have to eat something. Like we have to do something and we're coming back and it's late and it's already dark. And most of the restaurants are already closed because it was getting to be like eight, nine o'clock and they closed a lot earlier there. Mm-hmm. And right next to our hotel, this is ridiculous, but right next to our hotel, there was a Turkish deli. And I was like, oh. that was like, surely in a Turkish deli, they have something. something. Yeah. <laughs> My no. husband's like, I'm not, uh, really that's sure. not, the, that's how that's that works. How it works. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I was like, oh, American brain kicked in. Yeah. yeah. Had a I'm bit like, of a moment whatever this is where we're going it's the only thing of it so we went in there and we they did have turkey sandwiches (laughs) so you had a turkish turkey sandwich in paris for thanksgiving on thanksgiving day that year yes well i love it that's a good story yeah see see people you have to be brave and do things differently so you have stories like eating turkish turkey in paris (laughs) I mean, come on, like that just makes it better. Yeah. I mean, I have started seeing though, I'll be honest, you know, this RV movement and like nomad living and digital nomad type stuff, which we've talked about before is very trendy right now, but I have been following a family that does it as a family and they adventure on the holidays, they go on a trip and that's their thing. Like she doesn't cook in some big fancy meal or whatever. They actually go like to Breckenridge or, you know, to La Paz and Mexico or wherever they're like adventuring with their kids and they do it on the holidays and, you know, good for them. Like you can make your own tradition. doesn't have to be what everybody else is doing. Just everybody gets permission to be. And, you know, it makes me really sad that so many people like live their life kind of on autopilot especially around these holidays and like just doing what they feel like they're expected to do without really thinking like, is this making me happy? Is this what I want to do? Is this right for my family? Maybe your family doesn't even like traditional holiday food, but you're cooking it because that's what everybody else is doing. Like just do you. Just do you. This is your permission. So the BS about 
Thanksgiving and the holidays in general is that you're allowed to be you. You're allowed to do what you want to. You don't have to adhere to whatever pressure society is putting on you. And on the other side, if you love cooking, if you love spending that time, if that's how you love to serve your family, you also have permission to do that. Nobody, not not us, not anyone, not society, not the traditions of the past of your family, right? Not the things that have been passed down for generations get to say what you do. It's actually okay to change your, your traditions. It's okay to do things differently. It's okay to have your own ideas about what this is going to look like for your family and to create something new for yourself and your kids. And maybe one day your kids will do it, or maybe they'll also give themselves permission to create their own traditions. Yep. And if they don't show up to your Thanksgiving, it's not our fault. (laughs) (laughs) If they're, if they decide to go out be on their own and like go off on adventures, just, you know, you just have to be okay with it. Plus it's just one day. Like why? That's the other thing is like so many people are like, Oh, it's this week and this week. Well, why can't it have been the week before or the week after? Like, let's say you share custody and stuff. It's okay if you have to celebrate a holiday after it's already happened because the point of the holiday is to spend time with people. So let that shit go. Like let the pressure of, oh my God, you know, the kids are with their dad or with whoever on the, on Christmas and I just feel awful. Don't feel awful. Just go do something else and enjoy that time. And then when they get there, make the best of it. It's just a day. Like we put so much pressure and so much, what's the word? Like attention, not attention, but we just, we make days like so important when really it's about the time we spend with people. It doesn't matter what the day on the calendar says. So let it go and don't be so like upset and anxious and you know, sad. I understand because I share custody, but I've also learned that like when they get here, that's when we make our time and they get to have their time, you know, wherever they are. And nobody cares what days on the calendar. The kids actually don't care. If you ask them what day it is, they don't care. They're like, I'm with mom. I'm with dad, whatever. They don't care. And they get multiples. I shared custody too. I have two kids from a previous marriage who are grown now, but at back then we shared custody and we had the same thing. And I actually feel like the kids loved it because they got it to do it twice. Yeah. (laughs) They didn't care at all. And so, you know, that's not to say that everybody has those situations or whatever, but whatever your situation is, it's really okay for it not to look like anyone else's. It's okay for it to be unique and yours and your own experience. And you don't have, you don't even have to post about it on social media if you want to. And you can stay off of social media if everybody else's Thanksgiving doesn't look like yours and that bugs you, then just yeah, get just, on there. Just right. like give yourself Take the day off. Give yourself a day to be off of social media because that would be a huge blessing for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we talk about social media all the time. It's so, it can be so toxic because guys, it's a highlight reel. Nobody's life looks like that. I promise everybody that looks totally put together was screaming at each other before they left for those pictures at that holiday gathering. I mean, every, you know, there was a mom who was running around like, put this on and you're not wearing that. And, you know, it's not what it seems. Just know that. And it's okay to let it go and not look at it for that day or the week and just, just go be you like whatever that looks like. And, you know, I just want everybody to be grateful for the time they do have with their family, especially after this year and the last few years, it's been hard and, you know, really focus on the little things. Don't sweat the small stuff. It's all small stuff. 
For sure. And we're so grateful to you who takes time to listen every week and who responds and who tells us that the things that we say matter to you and that we've given you permission to do things in a way that is unique and, and special to you. And we're so grateful to you. And so we want to wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. However you choose to spend it, we hope it's amazing. We hope that you enjoy time spent with friends, family, or even just some quiet time for yourself. And we will see you next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Pass the Bullshit with Crystal Tosh and Amy Hartman. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.